This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Catching up with Olympic silver medalist in the high jump, Nicola McDermott. And Nicola, as I say hello, firstly from all of us, congratulations on your medal. Your jump of 2.02, your best and an Aussie record. Can you please share with us, please, firstly about your time at the Games, uh, those Games in Japan this year, and I suppose you could say a Games like no other. Yeah, so we recognised that in um, yeah, like in the Olympics, it was not going to be a, like a, a big party as such. Not not, not going to be fun with lots of activities going around. It was a COVID game, mm. and so I spent basically ninety nine percent of my time in my room. Uh, I would go out for a training session and then come back and eat in my room. And um, it wasn't as social as I expected, but I had already prepared for that. So in my heart, I knew the fun times that I would get would be at the Olympic Stadium when I would be competing. That was that was why I was there. I wasn't there for anything really um, to experience as such, but to give. And I I knew that I was in good shape leading into it. So by the time I had I had gone into um, I, I, I'd, I'd gone into the stadium, I was prepared in my heart to go. I know that I'm not only doing this for myself, and I'm not only doing this for my nation, but just I could do this, and I felt like I had a mandate from God to to be jumping with joy and for people to see it, especially in lockdown. So. Um, I thought the Olympic experience, it had been 16 years worth of training leading up to it. And it really was just so wonderful to be there and to be able to perform when it needed to be done. Now, Nicola, I just want to share with you about that night for when you were going for the medals in the high jump. Uh, a late Saturday night back here in Australia, our house with my family, probably similar to many other households around the country, literally riding every jump with you. Uh, we were all cheering. My son was up and down cheering as you uh, each time made it over. Can you share with us the experience on that night for you as a competitor, your, your come on chant? You made it over with a jump of 2.02 to win the silver medal. Can you please share with us your experience from those few hours for us on that night? Yeah, so... I knew I was in good shape and my coach could see it too. So we knew something good was going to be in place. Um, and all of the preparation work had been done beforehand. So when I got to the competition, it was sort of like, I don't, in, in order to explain it, I like to think of if you if you were building a car, you spent so much time building it, but not a lot of time driving it. But I would been making sure every single bit was exactly where it needed to be. And so by the Olympics, it was like I could finally just drive it. I didn't have to, okay, we need to fix this or we need to um, change this in order to compete. It was that freedom. And when I went on to the night, I didn't have any nerves whatsoever. There was no fear. There was no um, little doubts. It was just peace. And I, I just had that peace going into it. And then I knew in order to perform, you need to get yourself a bit amped up. So that's my come, come on, like, okay, because you listen to the loudest voice in your head. That's what my sports psych always tells me. So it's easier when you shout it because your body can't 
you can't silence that. So <laughs> even if there's no one in the stands, I know that um, the last voice I hear is an encouraging voice. So I have my routine and I've been doing it for years and I was like, okay, now it's time to do it. And it didn't really feel like a different competition for me, just apart from all my competitors were wearing their national colours. It was like doing dress ups, you know, because we have <laughs> we have our normal competition gear, and I'm used to I'm used to stadiums, I'm used to television cameras. Um, so it was like I could just go out there and and have fun and do it with a big mandate on my heart. And I got over two meters. And it was the first tent clearance and I was excited, but I had to just keep my cool and think, no, you're still in this. And my mindset was keep going until you're in the gold. Like don't, don't settle, keep pushing yourself. And I was so thankful after I did the 202 and attempted 204 and just missed that. Uh, it was just, well, it was just sensational just to experience that. And then the emotions came, of course. And I was crying like a child on, on international television, but it didn't matter because all of those years and that journey leading up to it, it was it was all worth it. It was just so worth it, and um, I wouldn't change anything. Now you you did us all very proud. I want to um, ask you shortly about sort of post the jump, but but during like obviously you've got a lot of time in between your jumps. You're sitting down, you're waiting around. We noticed in the TV coverage you you're writing notes in your journal. Obviously, even putting mark or notes or times on a shirt. Can we ask you what that was all about? Yeah, so I rate myself out of ten for every jump. And I've been doing that for years just to help me with my process of what I need to do and how do I jump higher because it's not just about doing one good jump. You have to do them all good <laughs> in order to make it and you have to save the best to last. So I was doing that and then the, the TV cameras were getting really in my face. So I thought I'll write it on a shirt and then they don't have to get so close when I'm writing in the notebook. But they decided to do both, so that's okay. Um, I tried, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, so I did that, and a lot of people were very interested by the notebook. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were wondering at our place when we watched you that night, as I said, uh, post-winning that silver medal, uh, we did love how you were very open in your thank you speech about your faith uh, following mm -hmm. winning that silver medal. So thank you, I suppose, so much for doing that and, and sharing your faith very publicly. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's the fun thing. You have a lot of time to, to burn when you're in the Olympic Village by yourself. Um, and I thought, what is the message that I want to share? And when you're on a platform, I didn't know if it was going to be aired. I didn't know if anybody was actually watching or really wanted to care about high jump. But I thought if people were inspired, I wanted to make sure I could, I could bring them to the source of my hope and my, my peace and my joy and whatever comes from it comes from it. But I didn't want to use the, the platform for anything else because I thought that was the best message to share. I think I saw that Nicola, first of all, on social media, um, a bunch of my friends were, were sharing it. So your, your message and your interview was getting out there. Uh, following the games, I believe you've been in Europe. Uh, what have you been doing post uh, the games in Japan? 
Yeah, so we have the Diamond League competitions, which is really big for athletics. And so I did five competitions following the Olympics. Um, all over all over the place in Switzerland and France and Germany and Belgium, which was super fun, um, and just continued jumping with the same girls that were in the Olympic final. And, yeah, it's I, I really I, I love my job as a high jumper. And, um, yeah, I could, I could I try to attempt some higher heights again. Now, obviously, what happens now? You're, you're back home. You're back on the central coast here in New South Wales. What happens now moving forward? Obviously, you're training and preparing for, for next year's Com Games. Yes, we have the World Championships as well for athletics two weeks before the Commonwealth Games. So we've got a big year ahead of us, um, lots of international competition. So I'm just training like harder than what I thought I would be training at this time of year, but it needs to be done. So uh, we're training with that in mind that we want to get more Australian records next year and hopefully turn the silver into gold. We look forward to cheering you on in that as well. Silver medalist in high jump from the Tokyo Games, Nicola McDermott. Thanks so much for chatting with me today. Not a worry. Thank you for me on. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.